Hello and welcome to another Woodshop Podcast with Mike Coffey of Coffee Custom Builds, Daniel Dunlap of Daniel Dunlap Woodworks, and Peter Kapar of Petrie's Workshop. You can find us all as well as the podcast on Instagram and YouTube. Episode 150 of another Woodshop podcast. For this week, we're joined by a fellow maker, a 3D printer, designer, content creator, and professional troll. He's handsome, he's witty, and he'll show you how to maintain your lawn. Drew Witt from Witworks is here. Woo! Nice, nice. Woo! Drew's Big here! Woo! Drew made it. <laughs> right. oh, yeah, Drew's here uh, for right. episode 150. You don't talk until you're... No, I'm just kidding. We're actually going to do a quick <laughs> spiel, and by we, I mean me. I'm going to oh, say gosh. a big thank you to our patrons. They don't allow me to talk now. Drew... <laughs> when it's your turn, Dunlap. <laughs> when spoken to. It's your turn. And you don't look me in the eyes again. Not until I'm done talking to the patrons. <laughs> no. Thank you to our patrons. Uh, you guys are amazing. Thanks to Benjamin, the latest patron. Uh, let me go over our... Uh, button? Top tier? Our... Top tier patrons? Benjamin no, button? the button's right. The, yeah, the Benjamin button's good. button. He's very young. He's aging the correct uh, way. I wanted to talk about our... Is he a reverse Benjamin button? We're definitely not stalling. So he's just a person? The top tier? No, I've got it. It's here. It's already here. No, I've got it. Uh, Reverse Benjamin button is just regular growth aging situation. All right. Uh, Alex Copajohns, Bill Burkle, Braden with Little Bug, Daniel Bryson, Jake Miller, Justin with Calvary Customs, Christian Tong, Malcolm at Bossanova Woodworks, Matt Maynard, Max and Mindy Coons, uh, Melinda Coons, uh, Michael Flickinger, Michael Lydon, Scott Holland, Square Splinter, Steve Laterola, and that's all of our VIP patrons. Wow, so what a handsome, so sexy, amazing. pretty, knowledgeable yeah. group right there. What a really impressive crew. What a, what a generous like group people. of people. What a bunch Best. of shields wow. we are. They're uh, legally people, yes. <laughs> they're, they're legally, by every definition of the term, humans, people. possibly. In we 49 can't states. We that. Right. Uh, no. Uh, big thanks to our patrons. You guys are great. Thanks to the new patron. Uh, Drew, welcome to the show. You are Drew Witt of Witworks. Yeah. I don't know anything about you or what you do. So I want you to tell me about it's it. It's a lie. In your elevator I just did that right intro. Now, yeah, none of I did his whole pitch for him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's, he's a lawn guy. <laughs> he's yeah, a yeah, lawn island guy. Long Island. Long Guy Land. Long Guy Land. Road Island. Not even a nine. Drew, tell wow. us tell us who you are. What do you do? What do you like to talk about? Troll us. Oh gosh. Um thanks for having me. Hey, I love to make things. And oh, I like I, I, I think they should look good. Um and I like Old to help choice. people. I like, yeah, well, and I, and I, I like to help people make things. So that's kind of everything I do is boil down to helping people make things and have fun. Now, if you had to, if you had to define yourself or you, would you say you're a woodworker, maker, 3d printer, like what's, what's your, like, do you have a category you feel like you fall into or you're just, you're just a maker? You know, that's a good question. That's why you asked um, it. That's what we do here. So I can pay the medium bucks. <laughs> I think I would say uh, I'm a cre- I'm a creative. Ooh, Ooh that's and I like it. Very cool yeah. answer to me. Yeah, because I'm not. I mean, like I do like to make things with wood, but I'm not like a professional vocational woodworker, like coffee or you guys. Right? I mean, I uh, go ahead. 
Mike is. Uh, <laughs> but I'm also like, I, I, I hate the term influencer and even content creator. It's the worst. Oh, I like content creator. I don't like influencer. I, I don't even like content creator. Diva. Um, so I, I just, I like, I like to create things. So, YouTube diva. you know, that's how I would what? describe me. Yeah. I mean, you kind of have a wide ranging birth of items that you talk about and do on your channel. I mean, just kind of anything. I mean, for me, it falls into the maker, the maker title, but yeah, you, know, you get to sure, yeah. the title. So, um, I mean, a creative is great. Like, so I think Maker's when, I, when fine, I hear you say yeah. creative, when I hear you say creative, I think not necessarily creating things. I think of creating ideas and abstract stuff. Is that accurate? You think or what? Yeah. Yeah. I, I do. Yeah. I like to come up with ideas and sometimes those ideas are translated into wood. Sometimes that's into 3d printed things. Sometimes that's into videos. Soda flavors. Such as Mountain Dew Baja <laughs> Blast. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I had to do a callback. <laughs> yep. S- sometimes it's in- it's a, a a video idea that I think would be funny and would make me laugh. Um, sometimes it's a painting, yeah. you know. So it it's just um, yeah. So I think creative in that sense is I I like to come up with ideas and then put them into the world in a ple- visually pleasing way. Yeah. I like, I like it. it. I like it. Dan, you didn't say it. Eh. You're supposed to say it on three. <laughs> oh, it's great. <laughs> there you I, go. I, I mean, I want to say like, like how how <clears throat> I met you. I met you through the social media networks. Uh, you know, we've been at, we were at a festival event. We didn't really talk much, really, uh, which is kind of a bummer. I wish we had talked while we were at that festival. I know. Event. Um, I felt like such an imposter. I I had such like why how how am I invited to this? I'm well, not. I mean, fish out of water. <laughs> no, I'm. You. I mean, you were talking. I mean, it, was, it doesn't matter. The point is, is we met through this, and I met, and I didn't really get to speak to you. And I wish I had at that event because that would have been nice. And we've you've helped me like really rethink about my YouTube channel thumbs and things like that. I mean, I've been having these conversations because I've, as I've been mentioning on the show in the last few months, YouTube is such a focus for me. Um, I mean, I I will say that you describing yourself as creative is very apt because you kind of think about the visually pleasing nature or visually catching nature of things in a, be- a way better than I can. I just don't think about that naturally. You kind of had to like rejigger my brain on that, which is uh, something I did want to get into on the show. I mean, let's dive into a little bit here, like YouTube thumbs and you've had your channel has seen really impressive growth and your, your views are, you're seeing really impressive views. And I mean, why don't you speak to why you think that is and what that is going to be like moving forward for you and how you're going to try to maintain that. Hmm. Yeah. I, I would say I, I would preface it all by saying I'll describe what I think. Right. But I have no clue if it's, I want to, who says they do is a liar. Yeah. I, I'm shy to prescribe anything. Yeah. My opinion. Well, first, like some of my first memories are driving in, uh, I'm not driving, riding in the backseat of the car, seeing a billboard. And then when I came home, I was probably like three or four or five, drawing Taco out with Bell crayons Bell. what I saw on the. <laughs> no, yeah. Taco Bell and, for the new, new flavor yep, that just came that's out. It. Ba- <laughs> that's it. Beja? What's a beja flavor? <laughs> What's beja, mom? What's Mountain Dew? 
Um, so as a kid, I've always been like drawing. I actually suck at drawing, but I've always been like, give me Same. a crayon. Give me something. I got to put this idea from my head on the paper. Those are some of my earliest memories. And I've, I've always been like that. When I was 16 in high school, I took a, we had to take a computer class. They had Photoshop and I like, discovered Photoshop in high school. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is way better than paint like ms paint you know right so I, i've been like Texas graphically calculators better than MS the original ai <laughs> <laughs> the original ai that is, that, sketch. that is great yeah so that's a little bit of my my history is i i have been making graphics in some way shape or form as long as i can remember um so what was it the part of your question youtube how does that apply to youtube yeah, just like uh, you've seen some really good growth and you're seeing really great views. And I, I mean, it ties, I mean, what are you, what, what are you not, cause you don't know. Give us all your secrets, Drew. Yeah. Not, not give us yeah. your secret secrets as much as like, what, what is hashtags what's your you approach? Use? What's your approach? Yeah. What, <laughs> what are you tagging? <laughs> what exactly uh, are you using for descriptions? No. I mean, what's your approach when you're, when you're, let's say you have an idea for a video. Walk us through the Drew Wit idea of a video because your perspective is one that i am starting to change towards and it's because i heard about it from from you so why don't you why don't you say you why don't you talk about how you approach a video idea because i think it's very interesting and it's one i'm hearing more and more of and uh, i think it's really important that people hear about this because it's it's a really interesting way about going about a video and i think it's really i just i just want you to share that yeah okay this is is a show that i host and i'd love for you to share it please yes okay i'll do it so I will let me look at, let me think of that. Let me tell you what I did wrong for about a year and a half. And then what I the the couple of mind sh- mindset shifts I made in the fall that took me from like 2000 subscribers to 36000 subscribers in the last 6 months. So like if I were to draw out a graph it's like this for almost a year and a half and then I started thinking differently and it's just been going up and to the right pretty crazy. So for the first, and the reason why I don't say I'm not a woodworker and I'm not a content creator is for the first, whatever, 16, 18 months, that's what I would have said I was, which was whatever I'm doing this week, I'm going to film it and make a YouTube video. If I'm mowing the grass, I'm making a lawn video. If I'm uh, making a barn door, I'm going to make a barn door video. It, It was like the camera's along for the ride. I think that oh, used God. to work probably 10 years ago. Vlog, yeah. Yeah, but that doesn't... Because what happens is like, first of all, a lot of these things are chores that I don't even want to do. Who else wants to watch right. that, right? Right. So, for, for, so from, from February of 2021 to September of 2022, that's what I was doing. And I got like, I think 2,000 subscribers... Got monetized, was making, you know, maybe $100 a month on YouTube, maybe $100 from Amazon. A lot of work for a year and a half for like $200 a month. And I'd do a video and it'd get 200 views, or I'd do a video and it'd get 1,000 views. Or I'd do a video and it'd get 30,000 views. But I didn't know why. And then I'd do a next video and it would get 200 views. And it was very inconsistent and it was very accidental and it felt like the lottery. And I don't remember where I heard this from, but there are basically a couple of different mindset shifts that occurred. 
the one I actually haven't talked about publicly, so you're going to get the scoop, Ooh. is, um, I gosh, I wish I could remember where I heard it, but I agreed with it. And I'll, I'll preface this by saying it's not for everybody. And it may not be for, you know, you guys, but it made sense for me. And it was, stop thinking like the actor and start thinking like the media company. Basically, like, mm. stop thinking like Jimmy Fallon and start thinking like the CEO of NBC. And like, I love that. Like, be a media distributor. Like, you're a media distributor. You're not a content creator. You're not the talent. You're not a maker. If you want YouTube to be a living for your family, you have to think like the CEO of a media company. You have to think like a distributor of media, not a content creator. That was very challenging to me because I was like, wait, I, you know, this is my identity. This is what I do. I dethatch the lawn and I do a video about how to dethatch your lawn. And it's like, that's a terrible way to build a brand and it's a terrible way to build a loyal audience. Um, so yeah, the last fall I just started like, well, let me see what that does. So that was, um, Shift number one was like, actually stop thinking like an influencer, stop thinking like a content creator, stop thinking like a woodworker, and think of if it were my job to run a company distributing media, how would I make decisions? Now, I'm not the greatest at that, but I'm like, what, six months into trying to think like that, and I am st feel, still feel like I'm tripping through it. But well, that results. was- There's definitely results there. Yeah, so, yeah. So something, yeah, something happened. Even if you think you're not doing a good job, it's 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 happening. Yeah, it it, it it's definitely better now. I do a v video and I get ten thousand views in a day, and I'm depressed. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> right. golly, you know. So, um, so that's that was shift number one. Was like, what would Oprah do? You know, like how how would Oprah if Oprah owned my YouTube channel, how would she approach it? That's how right. I live my life. W W O D. I would just tell everyone every video instead of like subscribe below, just be like, look under your seat. Look under That's your the seat. subscribe yeah. button. <laughs> That's good. I like that. Okay, so that was shift number one. I've never talked about that, uh, but that and it's not for everybody because for some people YouTube is just like their hobby. I have three small children, and it's now my job, and so it's like I have to think about this from a business perspective. Okay, so the other shift that I think is way more maybe way more important or equally important was um, I got this advice from a guy named Leron. I forget his last name, but he's Jenkins. got, Jenkins. Ah, I was trying not to say it. Leron Jenkins. <laughs> he's, um, you guys are a train wreck. Um, his, his YouTube channel is the techie guy. I think he's got 800,000 subscribers and he's like the YouTube whisperer to people like Preston plays and all these big YouTubers that have multiple channels of multiple millions of, of he's like their, their consultant. $900 an hour is what he charges. Ooh. Yeah. So I did a mastermind with wow. him. That was not $900 an hour. It was um, pretty affordable. It was like $300 for like a three month thing. It was pretty cheap. Wow. Um, and it was basically, he kept yelling at everyone. Who would, and he'd say, stop talking about the algorithm. You're not going to hack the algorithm. 
You're not going to outsmart the out. And people come on and talk about, I want to do these YouTube shorts. And he's like, stop thinking about YouTube shorts. Stop thinking about the algorithm. And it, he was awesome. I loved I loved it. And he ba- basically, I paid this guy $300 to tell me, you should psychologically study your audience. And everyone would be like, okay, so what do you think about click-through rate? And he's like, stop it. Have you done your audience profile yet? And people, like, no one wanted to do it. (laughs) And so I realized I kind of already had started doing it by, I have some of my, like, who I would call, like, my loyal subscribers, that they would watch anything I put up. I have their cell phone numbers. The core, yeah. Like, there's probably 10 of them. I have their cell phone numbers. They have my cell phone number. We text. Um, And I, I, like, I say this, legitimately i actually care about them like they're my friends like i actually care about them also i pay attention to everything they say i pay attention to what pisses them off i pay attention to what they like and um i study them now i'm not their friend to study them it like i actually care about them as a person but i also like their preferences, their style of humor, what they spend money on, the tool brands they want. Um, I pay attention to all of it. Like they're my avatar in mark marketing terms. They're and really so, doing your research in your in your I am, but I, I but I honestly actually care about them. And so what Leron was basically he's like, it's really as simple as making high value videos for your audience. He's like, if your audience is in the Ryobi budget line and you make a domino video, you're not serving your audience and that video is not going to do well, right? Like, it's just like really, really, really easy, dumb stuff. So um, I just started so that one of the assignments was let your audience decide your next video. So I've told the story on other podcasts, but. This is what literally, I'm about to hype this up. What I'm about to tell you has probably made me $80,000 in the last six months. Easily. Okay. Okay. I'm writing. It has also landed me into the email inbox of the CEO of Festool and the owner of Festool private messages me on Instagram because of what I'm about to tell you. Okay. So such a tease. Let's go. It is a tease. That how about, and the after show is there. Okay. <laughs> so this is so stupid. Like it's not genius, but so the, so that I paid money to tell this guy, to give this guy permission to tell me what to do. So in September, he, uh, it's like, okay, poll your audience and get their opinions on like what videos I want to see. So, I had a couple of, like any good YouTuber, I had this note file in my phone of all these videos that I want to make. Videos that I think would be cool. Honestly, videos that I think would be pretty easy to make, you know. Um, So I do a community post on YouTube. The most Mm -hmm. underutilized tool on YouTube that is for free that very few people use. I use the heck out of that thing. So I do a poll and it's what, and it's like, help me help you. What video do you want to see next? And I list out 
the four videos that I wanted to make. It was something like the cheapest laser engraver for beginners. And then there was another video and it was like five marking and measuring tools you must have. And then it was another video is like mistakes beginners make at the table saw. It was like these videos that I would be really interested in making. And um, a, almost a year prior, I had bought a Festool CT MIDI, a dust extractor that was like $600 because uh, I wanted one. And I did a quick video showing it. And then I hinted to, hey, I might do a video comparing it to my cheap, rigid shop vac. That was in like December of the previous year. And they never did the video. The video got a thousand views. So, so I made that video December of 2021. Fast forward to the following September, nine months later, I never made that video and I made that comment in a video that had a thousand views. And within one week, two people commented on a recent video. I don't even know what video it was. And they, the comments were unrelated to the video and they said, Hey, did you ever make that comparison video from the Festool vacuumed? And I was like, that's kind of a weird question that you, like, I said that nine months ago and only a thousand people watched that video. And it's really weird that in one week, two different people asked that on like an unrelated video. So that was in the back of my mind. I'm making this poll and it gives me another one more option, like a fifth option. And I needed a... So I just threw out there, $29 shop vac versus $600 festival vacuum. At this point, the only community tab engagement I ever got was like one or two likes. Or like someone comments and says first, ha 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 ha, or whatever. Classic. That post. Okay, so at the time, I have, I think, three, two or 3,000 subscribers, somewhere around there. That post got, I think it was uh, something like either 274 votes or 374 votes. The community tab, that those posts get surprised. Like people really want to voice their opinion. I yeah. Think, is the thing. Yes. The thing. Yes. Like, I'm people like doing that on much, the internet. That's weird. I was surprised <laughs> at how much, how much. Hold on, I'm writing this down. My, I've done one <laughs> poll and I was like, whoa, that's way more feedback than I anticipated from this, you know? There's because really you make it about them. Well, yeah, you you, make it well, about you're, them. You're, it's about them, but there's also not much, there's not really many ways other than comments that you can express yourself on YouTube and community tab is a way to do that. So yes, uh, I, yep. I think that like the negative of YouTube compared to, let's say Instagram, which <clears throat> Instagram, we're not talking about Instagram, but you know, Instagram has such a great community. YouTube, the community kind of lives in the comments and in those, those community tab polls. So the polls yep. are really, I mean, I had this conversation at, at Festool with Matt, with MWA. And he was talking about how important um, the community tab is for him. I mean, he'll be like, I'm doing a video. This is what we're going to cover. What things would you like in the video? And, yeah. and you know, he's yeah. asking the people that are going to respond to that are, are people who want to hear make their voice heard and your core audience because they're engaged in your content. So he he's like, I always do the first thing is the first thing out of the gate on the video if I'm doing like a top five video or something like that. And it's like, yeah, that makes a ton of sense. I mean, it just yeah. makes a ton that's, of that's sense. That's smart so. that he even like like Drew chose it to be like, what is my next video? Whereas he does, here's my next video. What else do you want to see in it? That's actually pretty cool. So the caveat is they're not always right. Right. And you don't um, delegate 
your leadership and your vision to them. However, I was so surprised to get that many votes and 83% of the votes were for this video. I wasn't. It's a landslide. Gosh, excuse me. I just had to took a sip of water. Burped. Sorry if you heard that. Like, yeah, I, I was not expecting that many votes and I was not expecting the majority of them to be for this video. I wasn't even thinking about. So I did what I had always heard people talk about <clears throat> and I never done is I went into the garage and I took some different thumbnail options and I went back because at that time I was all the thumbnail was always an afterthought and it was always like a screen grab or like something weird. I never put thought into the thumbnail. It was the last uh, thing you do. You're like, oh, I finished the video. Now I got to go put the thumbnail up. And it's like, I did that for, yeah, I did that for 18 months. Okay. So I flipped it. So one, I'm thinking like Oprah or I'm thinking like this, the CEO of NBC. Two, I'm polling my audience. I'm trying to understand them. And three, they, t- they give me a video idea. I'm like, okay, let me go find the thumbnail. So I go and I take a picture of the vacuum and both vacuums in between each other. And I do a couple of iterations of that. And um, I do one where I do the Mr. Beast face. (laughs) And immediately, and I throw it up there like, hey, which one would you click on? And immediately I get, you're better than that. Show some self-respect. I would never click on a video if you make that face. And I go, "I, I agree. But you're told... Unless you make the John Malecki face, you're not going to get 300,000 <laughs> views on your thing <laughs> with respect to Mr. Malecki. Um, and you can like talk about, you, you know, show all this. tonsils. That's the thing. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. yeah so um, I learned from my audience that like, no, my audience doesn't want to be tricked into clicking in that way. Right. Right. So so then I no I go wants okay. To be tricked that, that way. I mean, it's you you start to lose yeah. uh, trust. I mean, it's to just, be fair, we tricked them to be on this podcast. You did trick me. I thought yeah. That's I thought true. they were cook. I thought they were cookies. Okay. So <laughs> so then okay. So then I do another post and I go what what title would you want to see? And I had texted my several of my core audience and I was I thought it'd be funny. I thought I was going to do a video, entitle it. Um, something like, like, don't, don't, don't show this, don't show this video to your wife or something. Because part of the video was like that the, the shot vac really kept up with the festival vacuum, surprisingly. And and so my idea was like, don't show this video to your wife or she's not gonna let you buy this vacuum. And a hundred percent across the board, the response was, I don't need to ask my wife permission to buy a tool. <laughs> right. So and I was like, and I was like fending them. I think I'm being cute and clever, but they're going, yeah. I don't. So I'm like, oh my gosh. So I then I'm, I'm asking like, okay, what, what are your problems? What are your pain points? And I'm realizing like, like literally these guys want to save money. They want nice tools, but they don't want buyer's regret, buyer's remorse. Yeah. They're okay buying Festool, but they just want to make sure they buy the right one. So I titled the video like, you know, um, cheap versus I forget what I titled, but I put like this video will save you a lot you of money. Dust extractors for beginners. I that's just it. Have that from memory. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> I got this your YouTube video. channel up here. <laughs> so I titled it because literally 
they were my viewers were telling me they're okay spending money on Festool, but they also want to save money. So that's what I titled it. And then, um, so then I get to, okay, I go four deep. I go to the deep end. At this point, I haven't made the video yet. And I go, what questions do you have? And I get one guy comment. He goes, this is too much. I'm unsubscribing. And at that point, I thought, oh crap, am I making a mistake? Now in hindsight, I lost that one subscriber and I've gained like 34,000 since so i think it wasn't worth it it wasn't worth yeah so um i get this like a litany of questions and they were like all great questions and i'm like oh my gosh now this video is gonna take forever so then i go i literally take all the questions and i like distill them and compile them down to basically like five or six different like what's the filter quality like what's this what's this and i spent I, all I know is I spent over 50 hours editing the video. I think it took me three weeks to make the video. Like all I did for three weeks wow. was test, shoot, figure out the air quality meter that I bought was trash. So I had to go research and find a better one and wait for that to come in. And like I spent three weeks of my life making this video that people that I wasn't going to make. And it was completely built around the audience. Did well though. Okay, so here's the crazy thing. I I am three weeks into this. I'm doing the edit. I'm like 45 minutes, uh, sorry, 45 hours into the edit. I'm exhausted and I'm like, I bet this video gets a thousand views. And there's there's some parts in there that start to get a little long and I need some B-roll. And I'm like, okay, if I'm, I'm already like 45 hours into this. I might as well go. So I went back into the garage, set everything back up, and there were some B-roll shots that I needed to get. And John Schieser, is how you say his name. He's one of these guys. Um, He texts me and he says, hey, how's this? Because I've been talking about this video. He's like, how's the video coming? And I was just like fed up. I was tired. I was exhausted. And I really believed it was going to get a thousand views. And I, I said, if this video tanks i'm quitting <laughs> I actually said that to him and he texts back no you're not and so Lies. um the, the 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 video um i released the video the first day it gets a thousand views the second day it gets two thousand views the third day it gets four thousand views the next day it gets eight thousand views the next day it gets 16 000. it doubles every day Wow. Day seven hits a hundred thousand views. So is that the trick, though? You just threaten to quit. <laughs> yeah, that's what you do. I mean, that's, exactly. That's do the it. point. I mean, I'll, I will the not point. do any more videos. You know, I've done that three times, and it, it it's failed. It doesn't work. Um, that I video mean, it is, just it just crossed six hundred thousand views. Yeah, crazy. A couple days ago. It, it is refreshing to see a completely different perspective from like when we had we had our expensely on. Um, a couple of weeks ago, and he is purely right now looking at the numbers. He's A B testing everything. He's his titles and his thumbnails are 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 very you could say unorthodox based on what we're kind of expecting of a YouTube channel. But yeah. he's following pure data and numbers, and you're following pure community based feedback, and you know still some A B testing, but like you're very heavily leaning into community over just straight 
like data off of something else. So it's really yes, nice with to a, see the, with a the slight, Thank you. With a slight caveat, my audience said... Asterisk. Yeah, yeah, with asterisk. <laughs> is that my audience said they preferred the thumbnail without me in it. I was like, thanks. So I A-B tested, <laughs> and I got a higher I get that a lot. I got a much higher click-through rate on the thumbnail that had me in it. So um, I do test, like I, I do like listen, and I test to see does the data match, or are they just the vocal minority that are yelling at me? Um, but like that might be the case but, a lot, though. And also, like, that core yeah. audience, though, like, I mean, you're going to speak to this better after I say it, but, like, I feel like <laughs> as a wood... As you grow a channel inside of a niche, you have a very a relatively group of people because it's within a niche. They're probably similarly minded about what kind of content they want right. to see. Right. As soon as your content gets to a broader audience and your content grows outside of that niche, you you your your core is still there, but that core is growing outside of that niche, and you're getting a general audience of people, and that opinion is going to shift as your channel grows. Right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, there'll be so, different. Um, yeah, I think once you get over that hundred k, you're going to have a different responses to the polls that you would have when you had ten k, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So what's interesting about that video to compare it to Spensley is I have never changed the title and I have never changed the thumbnail. That that title and thumbnail is the original from day one. I'm scared to right. mess with it because I right. get I, I I get it. I get consistent views on it. So the cool thing about that is I had three or 4,000 subscribers and I made a video that now has 600,000 views on it. Like that's crazy. Mm-hmm. There's people who have 600, there's people who have 600,000 subscribers and they get 10,000 on a view. Yeah. And I, I flipped it because I thought like Oprah or a CEO of NBC and I did I studied my audience and then I went and worked really, really hard for three weeks and spent, I think, $1,500 on that video. And it was a risk, but it took off. Jason Bent ended up seeing that video and I noticed like he subscribed. And so I, I messaged him a, um, I messaged him on Instagram saying, dude, I can't believe you subscribed. I follow you. I'm so honored. He messaged me right back, which I was shocked. And then he, he asked for my cell phone number and he calls me immediately and he's like, hey, this is like October. He goes, hey, Festival's doing this thing in next year. I want to invite you to it. Would you want to come? That's the thing I went to with coffee. I, I wouldn't be here. I would not be talking to you had it not been for that video because Jason would have never seen me. Um. I would have never reached out to Jason. Jason would have invited me to Festool. I don't want to put brakes on this, but I want to be very clear that Jason is a dirtbag. I want to make it very clear on the <laughs> yeah, podcast that he's a the terrible barrel. person. Yes. He just makes shop sounds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's... <laughs> that's all he does. I thought but you were going to... Gonna... With, with video, and that's his stuff. The cra- here, here's yeah. another thing. I have to get when, my roll on Jason. Yeah. I love it. Here, here. Smack the gavel. Put him in his place. <laughs> No, I love you, apparently I'll talk to you in the morning on Peloton. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Apparently oh, he, he apparently he roasted me in his. He told me today he he roasted me in his upcoming video. So I can't wait to see what that's about. But so so then like is he still doing YouTube? 
That's good for him. I didn't know that was <laughs> oh my gosh. What's his yeah. name? Hibbs works. <laughs> that's great. I like it. I think I covered everything in that. But uh, no, yeah, that's that, good. So dude. That's super good. It's insight, a, it's a sure. crazy. Yeah. Sedge Sedge saw that video. He was impressed. And that a cam from Blacktail commented on that video. And so, yeah, I don't know if he subscribed or not, but uh, it was like that video changed my life. Changed that video it. was your breakout party. It was. Like. It was. It was. And I here's the deal. I almost didn't upload it. I almost didn't finish it. And it wasn't even my idea. So, well, like one of the big takeaways, credit. one of the big takeaways takeaways I have from your story here is the algorithm. You know, whether you're chasing it or not, nobody has the 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 answer. Everybody's yeah. story is a little bit different. Yeah, I mean, yep. You know, we heard from Eric. Eric's doing something completely different, and well, I think you know, with I you, think the point is, it's like the algorithm. I mean, it's based on your audience, no matter what, because yeah. the algorithm is going to adjust to what your. I mean, there's so many variables that there's just no right answer. There's no right answer. I think I just this just I just I think the light bulb just came on for me, Dan. When you said that, I think the reason because I have that effect. Yeah. <laughs> oh Lord. Um, because we can get frustrated sometime with YouTube and be like, I don't get it. But here's the deal. It's because people are so different. Yeah. It's because people are so diverse and different in what they like, what they don't like. And that's why that's why what works for Cam yeah. doesn't work for me or vice right. versa. Yeah. Because we're, or we're, we're reaching or, ben or yeah. any of those guys. Yeah. We're reaching different Jason people. Has- Jason has his thing. He loves talking about tools, setting up tools, all that kind of... I mean, we can go into all those things, but all this insight is important. Your insight's good. I appreciate your insight. It's helped me refocus my... uh, We're like hearing uh, everyone's story. But it's interesting to me because we've had had a lot of, you know, bigger YouTubers on here now, and they all kind of have a different approach, and it's it's interesting to me. Yeah. There's not there's not one right answer. That's well, right. I mean, I mean, the thing is also like, I mean, I really like Eric a lot, but I don't, I don't. Th- Are you gonna roast him again? For like the- no, I don't find value <laughs> in the way he approaches th- that the the thumbs and titles. I don't want to do it. It is obviously working for him, and he it's going yeah. really well for him. I wouldn't want to do it even if it did work for me because mm-hmm. I am concerned about where it's going to end up being for him in the future and where it would be and like all that time spent and like losing the trust of the audience scares me to death. So like, like right now, like there, yep. there's all I'm saying is Drew's insight onto thumbs has helped me out a lot personally and title and working all that together through talking with everyone in the community that I get to talk to who makes content, who's done very well at it, you know, getting the cut, the getting the core audience figured out, getting that trust of that core audience. And, um, there's just so many things. There's so many facets of this and it's so deep and it's also interesting to hear. So um, this Thank has been you. a real deep dive content talk, but let's jump into what's on our bench. Drew, I didn't explain to you that. It's very obvious what it is. We're just going to talk about our week, what we got going on right now. I'm going to play this thing. What's on my bench? That's my and uh, that's, that's our little thing. Uh, I'm going to actually <laughs> throw it to Dan first so you can kind of see what what's on my bench looks like. Daniel. Good thing he's ready. <laughs> Well, I mean, first I'm of gonna all, throw it to myself. Dan, <laughs> Dan, Dan made contact. Stalling. Dan made eye contact um, with the teacher. <laughs> how'd you know? 
finally made contact with a teacher last night. I won't go any further than that. <laughs> I, s- I said eye contact. Hey, uh, oh my gosh. Oh, he, oh, there's more than eye contact. Oh yeah, there was some. There was a lot of contact. Anyway, <laughs> this got weird. <laughs> um, please talk about your week, please. <laughs> you guys will never believe it, but uh, you say both times we've actually been. Lose it. Are you making cutting no. boards? Are you ma- are you making cutting boards? No. Okay. No, I don't make cutting boards. He's the insert king of Sarpy County. I am the bow tie and insert king of Upper Sarpy County, Nebraska. Thank you. Is it? Upper. Oh, it's P- Sarpy County. It's Mike who makes cutting boards. My bad. No. Yeah, Mike is Mike, the cutting yeah. board king here. Hard yeah, but then he puts ass. feet on it and he calls them tables. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I put long feet on them. <laughs> Breadboard cutting. They boards. need to come up with a better name than long feet. We'll work it out sometime. <laughs> Uh, I had the perfect show title, but that might be a winner. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Anyway, um, yeah, standard week for me. Uh, Etsy orders are, you know, they're coming in. I even raised my prices, Mike. I went through and I raised my prices about a week and a half ago. 10%. I told you, Dan. I told you and you they're still the coming prices in. and they'd still be coming in. And if you raise it to twenty five percent, you'll ha- you'll lose less than the upside. I sold I sold three of those tables today, <laughs> alone. Nice, that's great. Damn, dude. I don't know why people are still buying them. Anyway, dude. I'm I Stop appreciate people them. are buying them. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so yeah, so I had to go to Liberty Hardwood today and I dropped about two G's on walnut. Yay, um, my boy. What making more than that? What else? So that's good. Oh, this. This isn't like something that that's going on in my shop, but something that like changed how I do things in my shop. Uh, Jason Hibbs released a video last week that mm. has had a very profound effect on me. Very good uh, video. I mean, if you haven't watched his latest video, you really should. Uh, I haven't. Um, watched he it. does it's, a. He it's does fire. A, it's lit. <laughs> <laughs> Is it fire? It's literally fire. Um, <laughs> he does a he does a test about how. You know, we've all heard of spontaneous combustion and oily rags and stuff and how that can happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and before I saw his video, you know, I was always thought, you know, okay, yeah, this can happen. But it's like a one in hundred, one in two hundred chance. Like, it's very rare. <clears throat> he did a he did a video. Like every, where, like, <laughs> someone in our community loses their shop, it seems like. I don't know how many GoFundMe's yeah, I can share. But he did a, he did a video, <laughs> like, and he did, I think he had like 18. 18, uh, yeah. 18 controls yeah. and three of them caught on fire. One of them caught on fire 13 hours after he put it into the test. So it was like really mind boggling. Please. Wow. If you have a wood shop or you work with wood or oily rags, go watch his video for the lumber lab, lumber lab woodworks in Florida. Justin rustic grains. Yeah. Literally on Tuesday, lost his shop to, uh, yeah. to Rubio rags. He just lost his yeah. shop. It's like Rubio, uh, boiled linseed oil, linseed Anything oil. Linseed. Actually, raw. that was the pure linseed oil was getting hotter than boiled. Yeah, anyway. But still, all seriously, of them potentially everybody. Dangerous. Don't mess around with that. It's legit. It's After not, you not listen to our show, go watch that video. It is. High five, Drew. Yeah. I have a, I have yeah a what's up, Drew? Okay, first of all, I am one of the only people in the community who haven't seen that video yet. I haven't um, seen it either. Mostly because I've been recommending everybody go watch it. I'm yeah. sorry. I, I have. Just, I think I have three small children. I don't have 30 minutes, but I will. I will watch it. <laughs> it is. I told Jason this. I said it is quite possibly one of the worst title or one of the worst thumbnails in the space on YouTube right now. 
and how it got 500,000 views in five days speaks to one, Hibbs's audience trust. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then the freaking scary topic of burning your shop down. Yeah. And so I, yeah. I, I, your I, shop, I, your home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it proves like idea and having the audience's trust. You can have, and I, I said, like the word, and he, he goes, yeah, dude, I did that thumbnail at two in the morning when I was up. Yeah, that thumbnail video. is atrocious. Atrocious. But so I said, hey, dude, let's not mess with it. If or when that video flatlines, I'll make you a thumbnail and let's let's see if we can revive it. Let's I don't know. If it, let's A-B it. Yeah, but not right now because I don't want to, I don't want to ruin because it's, it's clearly working. It's clearly working. Just change it to, don't catch your kitchen on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it's just been a standard week for me, uh, blah, blah, blah. Petey, what you got going on? That's Bubba? me. I'm that guy. Uh, so last Saturday, we had our vendor event, and we're getting all prepped for that since WorkbenchCon, because I kind of, I came back from WorkbenchCon right into finishing up a commission, and then I was like, oh, I have a week and a half to make a bunch of cutting boards, coasters, a bunch of other stuff, oh, just to restock right. everything. Pete's the cutting board guy. I, I am I am the cutting board. Ah. Yes. I make cutting boards once, maybe twice a year. I make a huge batch out of all my scrap and then I don't make them. I don't make custom cutting boards for people. I make boards. And if you want one, you choose what I got. (laughs) Have you heard of Ginny and Davis? Never. No, no, never. (laughs) I don't follow them at all. I don't know who they are. I don't. Yeah. Definitely not a fan. Yeah. I do follow them. Yeah. They're, they make a killing. They're machines when it comes to cutting boards. Um, but no, I just like, I, I got tired of like making custom boards, one-offs or whatever. I had to stock all the wood that I was offering. I'm like, no, nah, screw this. So I just started making them and I made, uh, I made like, I want to say 15 for the show. Um, we sold about five of the ones that I made and a couple of the older ones. And now I have stock for like the next show that we've got coming up. This was kind of a slow one, unfortunately, because there was a, it, it rained a lot that day and it was really cold. So we didn't get a ton of traffic, but I mean, still made four hundred fifty bucks. So that's not bad. You know, how much? For how much? One day. Do you, how much do you sell them for? Uh, the boards go anywhere from twenty to two hundred fifty bucks. Okay. So I mean, it's from like simple little, like you know, just like one that you coaster, have, like, a, like a bar board, like something that's you know, like six seven inches by eight nine inches, and it's all scrap. Um, it's literally all scrap. Well, not all of it, but the, a lot of it is scrap. Um, some of the smaller ones are just like thinner stock that I might not usually use uh i might just do for like panel glue ups uh but a lot of it honestly what sold like hotcakes was and i i cannot explain charcuterie boards no 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 it was all the boards i made out of trash walnut like trash like ready to go literally like keith johnson kj brought over like two giant trash cans full of his scraps off Total of one of the Walnut baby. projects he was working on. Total about baby. Uh, <laughs> and he brought it over and all of it had like a little bit of meat left and then like was like live edge, right? Or some kind of crappy bug holes or whatever. So I was like, all right, let me see if I can salvage any of this. So I like just ripped a bunch of it because it was already uh, S2S. I ripped up or S3S. So I ripped a bunch of it on a table saw, just like some salvage pieces. I'm like, I'll grow up the, glue up the sap wood. It, I don't know People if I'll like that. it, whatever. Wow. I glued it up. Honestly, those boards were kind of my favorite. I'm like, this is so unique because it's not just like straight, consistent walnut. It's different. First boards that sold. All the, all of those live edge, uh, or not live edge, but the sapwood, heartwood, 
uh, walnut boards sold, and especially the ones that were like a full like mix of like purples to grays to browns. Like when you're getting that like really weird mix of colors, people love them. Like I got like three hundred dollar, you know, end grain boards that people are like, that's nice. Tell me about this one. I'm like, that's it's made of trash. Okay, they're, they're, hey, but they're telling you that that's your audience profile, they're, right? They're, tell, yeah, they're, they're telling you that's something. That's the thing. I did a something. I did a poll at a small town in a high school vendor event, <laughs> and the the public has spoken. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they want sapwood. <laughs> hey, dude. Hey. Um. So, anyway, so that was that was interesting. Video. But, <laughs> um, but the thing was like I like I don't do a lot of vendor events. We just started doing them last year. Uh, but I like these like prep days because I kind of batch out a bunch of stuff. We got coasters, we got these like book holders, bottle openers, a bunch of laser cut projects, some kits, and it's all made now. So I like I have just two totes of all the material sitting in a basement. It's not sitting all over my shop, and it's just ready to be literally brought out and set up on a table again. That's or if somebody has a an event or a wedding or we need a gift, I could just pull a board out, laser it, and then pass it on. So. Uh, I like doing these vendor events just because it gets gets some stock built up and it uh, allows me to then not take on commissions and do a lot of fun projects for myself, which is nice too. So uh, aside from that, uh, apparently uh, Sedge, speaking of Sedge earlier, uh, Sedge did a video and he uh, shouted out my like those like festival clamp stops that I made for him. Oh yeah. And I have not stopped selling them. They're, they've been like, I've probably sold about 50 sets of varying numbers within the last week and a half. So thank you, Sedge. You rock. Uh, and it's bringing, obviously, that's growing the other traffic in the shop, too. So I've been pretty busy in a print shop. Uh, aside from, well, speaking of printing, Prusa, the company that I use for a lot of, or all of my printers pretty much, oh, uh, just released the fourth, like the Mark Four of their printers. And a lot, there's a lot of speculation, but basically it was kind of a response to the new Bamboo Labs printer, uh, which mine's landing tomorrow. I'm very excited for that. So I've got a Bamboo. Tomorrow. I've got a P1P. I see you got the P1P, right? Yeah. Right here, and I've got a Mark Three. They're like facing each other, and I don't use the Prusa oh, yeah. anymore. The P1P. I, is so, so I better, use the Mark Three because I, I sometimes I'll be printing like I need three printers doing this, four printers doing that. Because the reason I got more printers than I need is a I had some money in the business, so I was like, let's invest it in the future. And B was I can print nine different things at once and walk away for the night, you know, and I trust that yeah. machine to run over the overnight. Yeah. Uh, whereas like the bamboo's awesome. It's fast. It's, it's super, you know, accurate, but like, I don't want to be down in a print shop every four hours restarting a print. I want to set so nine printers going, come back in 10 hours and they're all done. You know, that that's kind of my, my, my strategy right now. Uh, so anyways, there's a lot going around right now. There's a lot of drama between like, oh, are you going to upgrade? Are you going to get new ones? Are you going to sell these? Are you going to go bamboo? So there's a lot of 3D Lots printing of drama. drama. It really is. Like, it's kind of funny because like, like you don't see are this you- one like Festool or uh, Festool or Sawstop drops a new tool. Everyone's like arguing over which one's better. <laughs> you know? I am up? surprised. Uh, I'm surprised at how I... I was not expecting the bamboo to give me a better print quality than the Prusa. I am. Yeah, no, it's it's fantastic. The so enclosure surprised. is a huge part of that. So I don't have an um, enclosure. Oh, that's right. Have, you got the P1P. I the P1P. That's the that's one they, they gave do, me. It does a really good job. It's the same print speed. It's just yeah. Um, now, granted, the Prusa is open source, so there's like that whole part of it. So it's yeah, a little easier yeah. to fix and third party sure. parts, and you can really sure. modify it. So there's a lot of pros and cons for all of them. 
and I'm not getting rid of my Prusas. I'm still very happy to have them. I'm not buying the Mark IV right now. Yeah, why would I'm, you get rid of them if they work? It doesn't make any sense. No, exactly. Oh, great. And honestly, response. I've been kind of going back and forth with like pros and cons, and I'm like, I'm not even going to upgrade them right now. There's no need for me to why upgrade them. If they well, work, they work. Well, the 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 initial cool launch features. made There's it sound cool like features, yeah. Uh, well, cool features, new board, new LCD screen, and like it was going to print faster. Found out today it's not going to print faster out at launch. It's something they're still tweaking. They hope to have it out by, you know, this summer or something. Uh, so yeah, like you course. can, but not as accurately as they would like. So it's, it's a lot of, you know, marketing and whatnot. But anyways, so there's been a lot of drama in the 3D printing world and uh, – I'm, I'm I'm caught up in it, unfortunately, but I really don't have any hard opinions on it. I'm just going to keep doing my thing and keep trying out other things. So I'm excited for my bamboo to land tomorrow. Aside from that, um, I've just been doing landscaping, garden prep. The weather got nicer and then it got freezing cold. Today was 29 degrees. Um, on Saturday, it's going to be 73. Makes no yeah. sense. But yeah. it was 45 yesterday. Today it was 78. Yeah, it it just makes so, no sense. That's coming your way, buddy. Yeah, that's that's so seventy four is coming to me now on a weekend. Mm, so, that's, but that's that's been my week. It's been busy with a bunch of uh, and also resetting after making all those cutting boards and everything. And just I took three days out of the shop and it was really nice. But Mike, what's up with you? Dan looks like he's got something going on. Over there. Oh, Dan? I need to oh. mend my uh, my womb here. Okay, <laughs> what's up? What's on my bench? <laughs> oh god i forgot i I think i mentioned this last week that i was getting a second cnc it landed yeah. i got it put together we made the table for it the table is wonky af uh you, you guys know uh you've seen my shop that i have that little weird step yeah. up in the back right by the panel I got my journeyman at but though the one <laughs> the one little space that i had left in my shop to put the the woodworker one infinity on um i had to make the table with two different length of legs like the the leg the table is bigger than the the step up so the legs in the back are like much shorter than the legs in the front yeah, anyways like, it looks really weird like but it's working yeah it's like and the, uh they're not supposed to do that your long <laughs> feet aren't supposed to be different sizes <laughs> they say no but i don't know uh the the jury's still out but anyways i uh so when I made the table, the only place I had was that spot, and then of course it blocks the uh, the electrical no. panel. Panel, perfect. Yeah. So you know, of course, the internet being the internet, they all pointed out that uh, you know that's breaking wall, code. Like and, everyone else is doing. No, I think that's a bad idea. I really <laughs> yeah, I do, do. Too. It's super dumb. <laughs> I just I can't imagine that that's going to last over time. I don't the, think it'll the, matter. Well, but just the, just the like CNC the working situation is such a pain in the neck. The hold down would be a pain in the butt. The way the the dust falls on the machine, the the way the machine fights gravity over time, I think in the long run it's just not good for the machine. I just I can't see it working. I mean, maybe if you're using the machine like here and there, a couple hours a week, but you know, I'm using my machines, you know, eight hours a day. Just I don't think it's a good idea. Anyway, thought I'd mention that. Uh, and my beefy Z slider is actually supposed to be here tomorrow. So I'm upgrading nice. the, the journeyman to a spindle. Whoa. Nice. Probably nice. tomorrow. A boot time. <laughs> Are you going to get I've that screw out finally? I've only had that spindle for a year and a half. Are you going to get that screw out finally? No, I'm just going to, I'm just taking off the whole assembly because oh, I, I got the whole new sp- uh, uh, slider. So yeah, I don't have to take off the screw. Screw that screw. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> anyway. 
now we can pitch uh-huh. it to Mike. I just thought it, I thought we would. Hey, Mike, talk about what's that up with you? Quick. Well, I actually canceled my order for my ba- my bamboo X one carbon because <gasps> I don't have time right now to deal with it. Uh, because <clears throat> my new C and C is coming in three weeks, so I'm very excited about that. Did you uh, also get the Onefinity Woodworker? I got a Onefinity Woodworker. I actually yep. got the Junior Woodworker. It's only twenty oh, by twenty. Cool. It uh it runs, but it's a junior one the, woodworker. It runs XL. one of those powered screwdrivers. <laughs> <laughs> it's sick, dude. No, uh, you can Paul only Bolt. run 16th inch collet bits. It's pretty wild. No, uh, I got my new CNC ordered up, which is really or it's everything's done. Loan all the paperwork's all through. Everything's got funded. It's good to go. New CNC's coming. I'm super excited about that. Uh, I got the Laguna Smart Shop Two Pro. It's a four by eight with a 12 horsepower spindle. A 10 horsepower vac bed and an eight tool auto changer. I've got an eight foot long fourth axis coming with it. Oh my god! I am stoked. It's going to be. Did so you have sick. to? Did you have to build an entire new building to store all those horses? Close. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So many horses. Uh, Twenty, according to my math. Mike, why didn't you go with? Uh, why didn't you go with the X carved? Uh, you know, I wanted something that wasn't made of bologna and toothpicks. So, uh, bologna. <laughs> no, I I'm really excited about this machine. It's going to be super fun. We're getting into more cabinetry. We're well, we're not. We're taking on more cabinetry work. I'm pricing up more cabinetry work, which is fun. I'm actually really enjoying that. Um, we're super busy right now, but we've got like all this production work coming down the line and having both machines running is going to be nice, like really nice. Cause we're going through a lot of sheet goods. We're doing a lot of slab flattening. We're making a lot of custom parts. And, um, I have an idea for something that I was actually going to talk to you guys after we get out of the show, because I have an idea for something I'm going to launch on my site that I'm very Post excited show. about for the community. So, um, anyway, the new CNC is coming. Uh, I knew that I needed to get air, com- like air, uh, an air system for it. I didn't realize how beefy of an air system I have to get for it. Um, I'm going to be going, Matt and I tomorrow are going to be running the electrical for the new air compressor. I got to get it 80 gallon or more uh, air compressor. I, the one Whoa. I got is, I'm going to get an Ingersoll What's Rand. What's the compressor for? I was confused. The, so about the air compressor why? cools the spindle. The air compressor uh, runs the pneumatic set pin. So <clears throat> there's. So it's not water cooled, it's air cooled? No, it's an Italian air cooled spindle. So they um, Italians. Damn it. So they so on the on the X and Y, there is pneumatic pins that come out. They're your zero. So the pins pop up, and then you put your sheet good in there, and that sets your zero. And then the vacuum table sucks it down, and then the pins go down, and then they're out of the way. The air also runs the boot, the dust boot. You can open and close the boot, and uh, it also runs the auto tool changer. Oh, so, so it's the uh, whole the air- boopy system. Okay, cool. Yes. Um, <laughs> I, uh, so anyways, the... Um, was, that was an Italian whole, joke. It's, uh, it's the whole bippity-boppity. No, uh, it was in English, Dan. <laughs> Listen. So, so yeah, we, we, uh, that's coming in s- soon, and uh, uh, we're looking on a, a new... Uh, there's going to be probably a new laser coming in the shop, which is very exciting. Ooh. I'll talk more about that in a couple of weeks. I'll have more information wow. on that. I can't really talk about that right now. Uh, this is something that I'm very excited <clears throat> about. It's going to be cool. Um, and then we're... Lasers are hot as far as I know. <laughs> <It's> sharp <laughs> freaking laser beams on their head. No, uh, Set your shop's getting, on fire. 
we're getting a new dust collection in the shop, which I am super excited to share about the dust collection. It is going to be sick. Like this is this is going to be a huge huge step up for us, and I, I can't talk about it for a couple more weeks as well. So, um, but that's going to be really exciting. So we're getting some new stuff coming in. Um, there's going to be a new shaper coming in the shop, uh, which is going to be good because we need we're like now. That Can you talk about that or? Yeah, it's I'm getting a Laguna five horsepower shaper. And then I'm getting oh shaper, shaper origin, not shaper origin. I don't need three origins. That's ludicrous. I'm not Drew Witt who has three origins. Uh, that was the <laughs> comment Drew made on my three origin about stories. Origin. He's like, I have three origins. That's all he said. <laughs> so, no, Did um, I? Yeah, you're like, that. I have three origins. That's your only comment on the post. <laughs> it was pretty good. <laughs> Oh yeah, uh, I have I have zero <laughs> for, yeah, for the no. record. <laughs> it was uh, anyway. We're tooling up right now. We're getting ready because this year is there's a lot of stuff coming down the pipe, and I'm really excited about this year. So we're getting we're getting all tooled up for that, and uh, there's some cool stuff coming up. So uh, we did uh, we 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 we're doing this desk right now that's really slick. I really like it a lot. It's a fun desk. We're doing a uh, nice table this week. Well, well, I guess it's the end of the week. We're starting that mostly next week. Uh, we're gonna put some really long feet on that one. <laughs> it's gonna be super nice. Uh, it's gonna be thirty-six really inches for, or longer. It's be thirty-six inch long feet. Um, no, so and also I did this build. Uh, we're doing this YouTube video for a. Um, I'm building a, mo- a benchtop moxen vice, which I've wanted to build for myself for like two years. <clears throat> I've had this hardware, and uh, I screwed up the build. At the, and I didn't realize it till the last the last <clears throat> part was going together. So I'm very fortunate that I actually now have a hook for this video because I literally I I didn't I didn't click but clickbait screw up the build. I literally screwed up the build at the last. I actually part effed up. I actually I, effed a, up I built a video around it. <laughs> yeah, I actually. It's gonna be a throwaway video, video. <laughs> now because I effed up. It's gonna be a premiere video. <laughs> That's that, great. <laughs> that would be a great title. I actually effed up. I actually effed up. So I was not, gonna clickbait and then like, you, not but click then bait. I effed up. Not clickbait. Yeah, not, I actually effed up. Not clickbait. Moxie vice build. Yeah, no, it's uh, with I'm a Malecki face. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna put Malecki's face over my face, and, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna have Hasselhoff's body from Baywatch. Okay, well, but you have Malecki's to. That's standard. Yeah, I think AI can do that. Yeah, AI can do anything from what I've learned this week. Uh, uh-oh, Dan has terrible ideas. I can see it in his face. Terrible. <laughs> 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 no, um, so anyway, yeah. Watch the, that. uh, AWP Insta page for, uh... <laughs> oh, no, oh, no. He's dying. Pete, get over keep there. Going. No, keep going with what's on a bench. He's going to be caught. Get over there. No, Pete, you, you, need, to, not you need to give him the thing. He's going to die again. <laughs> Thumb? <laughs> yeah, no, no, not thumbs up. You have to give him the Heim- Heimlich thing. Remember that one time at the ethnic sandwiches? No, he's fine. I, uh... <laughs> Everyone is listening. Dan, th- this is a joke. Dan's actually just fine. He's Mr. going Biggles. cow dog. Every time AF we have a guest, right we explain that. that Dan died. Almost. Yeah. That Dan was just weird. Went, Dan just went cow dog AF on that hot dog and almost died. So <laughs> the worst part is I'm not even eating a hot dog. <laughs> He's choking on life. You should have a shirt that says the worst part is I'm not even eating a hot dog, but have no other reference. <laughs> Just like that's the whole statement. I mean, that shirt that, would track. That would be good. Is that the episode title? I think that's the episode yeah, title. The worst part is I'm not even eating a hot dog. That's the episode anyway. title. Right Dan, there. start writing. I choked uh, on air, you guys. Yeah, yeah. Do you realize I just choked definitely on air? Don't have, don't, don't have apnea. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Drew, what do you got going on this week? <laughs> What's up with you, man? You got any oh new videos gosh. coming out? I do. Well, I actually have something on my bench. Um, I don't do a whole lot of commissions. I only do 
maybe maybe one or two a year when it's if the project's interesting or I can make a good video about it, I'll do it. And so right now, uh, sell out. I know I've been using my X Carve. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's what I got. I've been using my X Carve to do these. Um, it's like a cutout of um, the state of Rhode Island. It's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think somebody put you up to say topographical that. map of Rhode Island. <laughs> <laughs> Oh gosh, I was trying to. I was. I worked on that all day. I worked on that all day. <laughs> You've been trying to work that in. Yeah, you, you did more prep for this show than we did. <laughs> I did. I uh, <laughs> clearly, clearly. Uh, no, yeah. that hey. you may think we prep for this, but we don't. Oh no one, no one. Don't worry, no, no one, one thinks, thinks she prep. No one thinks. Yeah, that. No one thinks <laughs> I okay. just set an eight forty five alarm on Thursdays and then go. Oh, that's right. That's today. Oh, that's today. <laughs> Three years now. Okay, all, I was, all seriously, with all seriousness, I have um, later this week a really cool video coming out, and then I f- sh- shot the final footage for another video that I am working on. So one of the cool things about that, um, um, I was telling the story about the Festival Vacuum, is like the crazy thing was like whenever I was at Festool, like Festool employees would come up to me and say, oh, we loved your video. And it was mind-blowing to me that like people- It's required reading over there. I guess so, right? So, but one of the things that unlocked is like, I'm a nobody and yet these brands reach out to me and I'm like making the videos on my dime. Um, I did a video about um, extract sandpaper and like the head of three, the head of 3M abrasive saw it and like said it was their favorite video that anyone's ever done about them. Um, and they just called me yesterday. This is, and they're like, Hey, we have a, um, we want to give away a vacuum and a sander. Do you, could you do a thing? And I was like, yeah. So like our next make maker of the month, we're going to give away like a $900 vacuum and a $500 sander. Pretty crazy. Wow, awesome. you you have a you have a line to the the CEO of 3M. <clears throat> Is that what I heard? No, <laughs> I don't. No, no, no it's Festool. Oh, oh, man. Uh, I <clears throat> I have got the number e- of the assistant to the regional manager. I have uh, I have the extract. email now. Derek from Malden has this the the cell phone number. Well, of- if you have any contacts over there, could you relay a message for me? <laughs> no. I appreciate the random boxes I get at my doorstep from 3M. Oh, from really 3M? Oh, from 3M? Yeah. You get boxes uh, from 3M? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I I got, I, there was one on my doorstep when I, I got home get from that. Florida. I don't get that. Um, oh. But, but don't I don't have a five-inch sander. Yeah, I know. That's <laughs> what I messaged. I was like, thanks for the cup. I gave the... Yeah, I, I've been using the crap out of that worker. cup, that new Yeti cup. <laughs> yeah, Stanley. I can't use the paper. I'm like, I don't know what it's a Stanley cup. I just threw that out. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay, so... I, I can't wait for those Craftsman cups to drop. Oh, <laughs> that's so good. <laughs> cobalt. Or cobalt. <laughs> cobalt. <laughs> Master Force. Yes, I love it. Damn. Too, too close. Okay, so here, here's, an, here's another crazy story. Is I... It's my art. In, um, in like Black Friday, I ended up pre-ordering the Milwaukee track saw. 
And then I forgot I ordered it. And then it showed up. I forget when, a couple months ago. And so I did a unboxing video on it. Stupid. That video got 300,000 views in eight days. On when YouTube? I, on YouTube, this thing called yep. YouTube. So it was the, at the time, there were only two other videos about it, but they were sponsored by Milwaukee. So it was a, clearly a timing thing. I, I think if I uploaded that video today, I'd get 5,000 views. <clears throat> there was just no videos about it. And I just, right. I just opened the box and did a quick video and turned around the next day. And there was, it was supply and demand purely. But what was, this is epic. <clears throat> When I flew to Festival headquarters for the event that Mike was at, when I landed, I opened my phone and I opened Instagram and there's a message request. And it's from a rep at Milwaukee who says, hey, we saw your video. We want to talk to you about a different product that's coming out. Can you talk? And I legitimately said, I, sorry, I can't talk right now. I just landed at Festool's headquarters and I'm busy for the next two days. It was like (laughs) the perfect, and I wasn't trying to like troll him. It was like perfect to, and since then we've talked to the guy and we've become good friends and um, I'm really excited to to do something with him. But that's kind of the point, back to that earlier thing. I'm going somewhere with this, okay? Is like you make a video that gets traction and it gets the attention of the brands who are watching. Okay. Well, so there's another tool company. I won't name them. Um, but they are launching a track saw. No one knows about it. Are you crazy on them? Roy boy. No, they are. They, they have crazy a track saw. Crazy on you. Ryobi? Are you talking about? No, they're they're a track yeah, Roy Boy, Ryobi. That's what yeah, I said. No. Roy Boy. They already have a track saw. They already have a track saw, and already so? I already did a video and I roasted them. Okay, no. Uh, so, <laughs> boom, almost, roasted. No I one. They had a track saw. No one <laughs> has. Just showed up at Home Depot. They're like, "Oh, we make that." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they actually don't even sell it in the store. Um, this is weird, but. Oh, you but can only like, buy it behind a Kmart from a gang. Only get it through a giveaway. <laughs> <laughs> behind the Taco Bell. <laughs> Baja Blast. Yeah. Ryobi track saws. Each, each Ryobi track saw comes with like 32 ounce big gulp of Baja Blast. <laughs> 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 totally, yeah. So uh, all that to say, gosh, long story, is I'm really excited. My next video uh, that's dropping is like an exclusive world premiere of a track saw that no one knows about. And it only is possible because of all these other videos I did that got a track. So I'm really interested. I'm interested to see what it does. Um, Cause like no one knows about it. And so I'm wondering, is it going to do like what Milwaukee did? Or is it going to be a <clears throat> flop? Cause no, it's on no one's radar. So um, <clears throat> it comes out. I mean, am I, it sounds I like this track saw, you could save money confirm. and live better. Yeah. Stop That's it. all I'm saying. Yeah. So yeah, this episode comes out on Sunday, so it will have the video will be out by the time. So just go check it out. I'm really, really proud. It's also like my first official sponsorship, and I got five figures for it. I'm it's all action saying. figures or 
That's seven. Not including the decimal, Pete. You got five figures. <laughs> well, I was kidding. Like, I'm not the math guy. That's you Dan. got $732.47 for the deal. Five figures. <laughs> decimals matter. Decimals matter. All right. Metric. Metric. That's no, that's sick. That's cool. So you got a world exclusive tool with a big, well, I'm assuming a big brand. I know the brand. I've. Yeah, I'm it's DJ Khaled track saws. DJ I- Khaled. <laughs> All I do is cut, 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 cut. <laughs> Another one. Uh, big shout Khaled. out to Jimmy. Jimmy Deresta was a huge. Uh, without Jimmy, it wouldn't have happened. So I'll say that Jimmy hooked me up. Um, but I, I I did a video today. I've been working on for a while, and it's about. How I'm still trying to figure out how to title it and position it, but wait, is it a track saw? No, drenched in like dressed the denim. No, but that'd be nice. This is I. It's it's a story about how I turned a thousand dollars of walnut into fifty five hundred dollars, but I hated it, and I like I regret doing it. So oh, you like describe my last two weeks. <laughs> you have no idea. So that's I'm I'm really nervous about um I'm in I'm like I've been in a creative slump and so it's like this video could either be really really great or be trash and I don't know. Um but I feel like a lot of times people make these videos about I made this much money but they don't talk about the other sides of the story like did you enjoy it? How much time did you spend away from your kids? I made this much money, but I hated what, every second. What was your shop cost? Like, did you include the time, like the five trips you had to make to Home Depot? Did you account for all the weight? Like, it's not just as simple as like I got this pallet and made fifteen hundred dollars. Like, nah, it's the th- it's always the positive spin <clears throat> only, the Instagram positive spin only. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So this video is like, okay, yeah, I made five thousand fifty five hundred dollars. However. It cost me this, 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 and at the end of the day, there's these other. Revenue. They never talk about profit. It's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, the 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 I lost money because there's another thing that I wasn't doing that would actually make me more money. But fifty five hundred dollars. How did you know? How did you know? So I don't know. I'm really nervous about the video. Um, and I might be overthinking it, but the last couple of ones I've well, done have not been great. So I'm, I'm back in my head. I do have an audio clip of the conversation between you and Jimmy and helping him helping you with that video. <laughs> Jimmy! I say you come with my blood! You get my blood? <laughs> that is so good. Spot uh, on. I have no... I have no... I, I don't get why you guys are the 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 worst woodworking podcast out there. I don't get it. We are we the don't. worst. <clears throat> yeah, we don't know either. I'm just I, honestly, I'm just. No I'm one ex- knows what it means, but it's. Uh, I'm going to play questions though. So yeah. I'm just excited yeah. for that Starbond track saw. That's going to be really great. Starbond track saw. Oh, it's wild that they were to a- integrate yeah. the activator into the track yeah, saw. It's, it's right in the blade. The blade is activated. Right. It's activator activator tip blade. blade. Blade activator. <laughs> it lays down the painter's tape and it does the activator. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's get into questions. We got to blast through these two. We're oh, like way into this episode. All right. First question is from uh, Braden. Hey guys, it's Braden with Little Bug Woodworking, aka LB Dubs. 
my question this week is for Drew. My man, I love all your stuff. It's great. But I really want to know, when do you plan on getting back to the sort of content that the people really want? Man, when are we getting another lawn care video? Because spring is here and my lawn is looking a little rough and I need some guidance. Hope you guys have a great night. Hope you have a great show. Catch you later. When's the next lawn video dropping? Brayden, I'm going to save us both some time. Just go watch the lawn care nut. Perfect. Bye. The best like, answer we could get for this question. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> uh, I'm not doing it anymore. Here. It's a world first exclusive. Go watch Lawn Care Nut. All right, the next another one. Is from one. Malcolm, Malcolm in the middle from Boston Nova Woodworks. Hey guys, it's Malcolm from Boston Nova Woodworks, and so I see nice. that you have Drew Witt on the show. That's great. I get to ask him this. Hey Drew, I see that you called me a cheater this week. Uh, <laughs> even though just getting pro tips from Jimmy Duressa doesn't make me a cheater. That's cool. That's cool. So my question is, why is your channel called Witworks when I never see you doing any actual work in your videos? Okay. Have a good day, guys. Bye. Ooh, <laughs> I feel burn. like there might be a, a rivalry blossoming here or something. Nice. So funny. I'll answer the question after I tell you a funny story. I was playing soccer with my sons tonight about an hour before this podcast. Is this a podcast? Is, uh, whatever this thing we is. We call it a podcast. We don't know. And um, my boys are really competitive. And I don't know what happened. Um, I think it was like it, the ball went out of bounds and they were going to throw it in. And I was like getting in the way to try to like inhibit their pass because it's like dad versus both of them. And my <laughs> son, Grayson, goes, you can't do that, cheater. Remember Malcolm? Cheater. And like... My eight-year-old son was like trolling Malcolm while playing soccer. Is like, yes. I thought it was the greatest thing. And I was like, because he had watched the video, which is why I got to keep my videos clean. And he was like <laughs> calling me a cheater, and then saying, "Remember Malcolm in your video? You're doing the same thing." It was awesome, and I was just keeping him from throwing the ball in. It was awesome. Um, Malcolm's question: Why don't? Moment. Why don't I build things? If you go to my channel and look at like the early stuff that I did that are build videos, they all have like a hundred views. And then I would do a Milwaukee, uh, not a Milwaukee, a Makita track saw video. And I got like 30,000 views on that video when I had like 20 or 30 subscribers. And so I, I picked up early on, like no one wants to watch me build, but if I talk about a tool, I'll get like... Like if you had 30 subscribers and you did a video and it got 30,000 views and made you a bunch of affiliate, well, what would you do? You wouldn't go do a build video. They're harder. Right. They take longer. It's making money. <laughs> you do the thing that's making you money. And so I've, although I, I did do a build video in January and it got 100,000 views in a week and I worked really, really hard at that. Um, but as Derek from Malden points out, he's like, you didn't show any woodworking. You just talked about it. I'm like, well, that's how I, that's how I got <laughs> show some leg. Show some, show some leg. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. There Malcolm, you you're, uh, you're Malcolm. out of the circle. You don't, you, don't ever, <laughs> you don't ever attack our guests again. No, uh, this next one's from Thomas. He's uh, French. He's from Canada. He's from no, no, French. He's from actual France, right? Yeah, no, he's not a yeah, fake, that... fake French. Yeah. French proper. Outrageous <laughs> accent. Oh. French, no, French classic. No, he's a free. Yeah, he's, he's not new Classique. French. Okay. No, yeah. uh, here we go. Thomas, Thomas, Thomas. French. French. Hey guys, 
My question for tonight is about jigs. I wonder, does using jigs makes you a better woodworker, or does a good woodworker knows when it's worth the time to make a jig? Also, are you planning on making a April Fool's Day video special? I know I planned one. I just love those. All right, thanks. Bye, guys. Um, I, I think that jigs are the sign of a good woodworker. I think that jigs, yeah. I think that a jig is something that you have to have. You're thinking of the process ahead of time. You're thinking about saving time and money. You're thinking about accuracy and repeatability. <clears throat> I think that's the sign of a good woodworker myself. I very honestly did not understand the second part to his question. <laughs> are you, are you planning on making an April fool's video? 100% not doing that this year, but I have Coward. one set up. Uh, but we do have we do have a bit that we're going to start it's, working into the videos that I'm actually it's overdone. Very excited about. It's overdone. It is overdone. I don't like them. I think they're kind of hackish. A lazy. Bit, the April Fool's videos. Yeah. Lazy. Like, they are lazy and hackish. They are lazy <laughs> hack videos, and honestly, they make me sick. No, I mean, for me, we have a <laughs> we have a uh, we have a bit we're going to start working into the into the videos, and I actually am very excited about because it it's pretty funny. We're ba- the joke is going to be like. <clears throat> Sean does something just like very innocuous and I just fire him and I just go off the handle like and I'm like ah! and I like lose it and like the next shot is like an office style interview of Sean like I hate working for that hack anyway he makes me listen to Coldplay all day and it's like yes. something like that and then like that tracks and and then like the next day like he's it's like him, like the next shot is him coming into the shop and I'm like hey buddy how was your night he's like oh it's good and we just start working and don't even address that, was- that I fired him <laughs> so it's like gonna be this like bit we're gonna roll into the roll into the videos I think it'll be pretty funny so uh, that would be closest. awesome wouldn't that be good like it's just gonna be like unhinged firing like get out of here he's like and he's like i quit and i'm like you can't quit you're fired <laughs> like, it's gonna be, we got this whole thing for it. it's gonna be solid so could you work in like like and i'm hiring jason bent in your place yeah. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely like like every, every I'm time go, i'm gonna like, get, this, get a I'm clip gonna, of jason bent, bent pushing a broom or something yeah i'm gonna get, be like this is bent level work you're out of here <laughs> yeah you gotta do it you gotta do it no no that's the one thing we're actually gonna work that into some of the videos and we're gonna try to make it like a regular gag so uh, did you anyway, know he did you know he trolled you in his recent video i he did I, I haven't watched it yet i need to watch it you know what i honestly love jason's video mike doesn't I watch need, youtube I don't have time. I just don't have time to watch YouTube. That's the worst Excuses. thing. Like I need, like I Peloton. I can't on the Peloton because I'm watching. Oh, because you're watching a me. dude on a bike sweating and motivating oh, you. Man, those Bro, dudes are really hot, weird, man. man. <laughs> no, no. I, I, Hi, I'll I'm Tyler. You. I'm gonna show you how to flex your muscles while you ride a bike. <laughs> now Chad. let's do this uphill while I do a overly personal story. <laughs> I don't know. How's I'm trying that, to connect uh, with you. How's that new suit, Pete? Uh, anyway, oh. uh, <laughs> fills me out. <laughs> No, uh, why fill it out? No, no, he didn't fill you out. Gross. Uh, Pete, why don't you answer Tomas' question? What do you think? Oh, jigs jigs are great. Jigs are the best. And honestly, what like one of the things I love using my CNC. He's not talking about Polish dances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get jiggy with it. I use my laser and my CNC for making jigs so much, and it's so nice to be able to like model it and get a perfect, accurate, exact thing that you want. Jigs is where it's at. Ain't that right, Drew? I do like jigs. 
Here wow. Yeah, it's awkward. Good, um, good pickup on that handoff. <laughs> that was some weird energy you threw right at Drew. Poor guy. <laughs> I, know. I, know. Like, I was going to go to Dan, but I'm like, I mean, if, throw it to this guy. If you guys weren't paying me $10,000, I would not be here. Let's just be honest. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't want that getting out. <laughs> don't cash the check till the third because it's going to bounce. <laughs> the third of 2029. Of <laughs> 2029, yes. <laughs> Uh, when I'm I, dead and gone I agree with everything Mike said it's the sign of a good woodworker and I struggle with like my mind doesn't think like that because I guess I'm not a woodworker uh, but I love a good jig I love a good jig but there's sometimes like it's like I was talking to Mike about like this thing I'm doing on the bandsaw okay. and I'm like I can't there's gotta be a way to like do this and I can't and he's like oh yeah blah 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 and he just figured it out I'm like I'm dumb so I like jigs. I just can't think them up a lot of the time. Pull from the community. It helps. Dan? I thoughts? also enjoy jigs and figs for that matter. But every <laughs> good woodworker I know uses jigs on a regular basis. Rather, it's a, a pre-built jig that they've been using forever or one that they make on the fly. I mean, every good woodworker I know makes them, including Mike. So walls, of, yeah, even me, he, all the good workers he knows has them and I use them. <laughs> yeah. so, I love it. Yeah. And what was his other question? Uh, April Fool's question? content. Are you making April oh. Fool's content? Oh, I'm not making any. I legitimately, <clears throat> no joke. I cannot stand April Fool's day. I hate it. <laughs> I usually don't get online. I hate April Fool's with a passion. I will stay offline of all internet. I Wait, love a good I, troll. So I need to uh, cut in with this because there is a Polish holiday around uh, April Fools. Of course, there. Is. No, but the, <laughs> like legit, and I, I just want to talk about it because of how ridiculous this is. All it's right. called. Everybody, buckle up! All right, everybody, grab a pen and pencil. It's called Schmingus Dingus. Okay. <laughs> I'm wow. not even kidding. You can't just say sounds and <laughs> no. pretend they're Polish words. Uh, hold on. I can highly you spell doubt that, that for me for reasons. <laughs> I'll try. I, I highly have, doubt. The, have the sense. This is a legit ready. Polish <laughs> holiday where the, basically it's like super soaker day. Like you just soak each other with water, but like traditionally before, like there was water balloons and like giant super soaker guns. Like you, the like guys would just like soak girls with water. And, like, you just dump buckets of water on each other. This is a legit thing. People would dump water on each other from, like, a window onto people walking on a street. And, like, they'd get mad, but not really because it's that day. It's Migo like, Digo Day or whatever the hell you said. That's the closest to Polish uh-huh, you have ever Fridays. sounded. That's, how, that's what it roughly <laughs> translates to. <laughs> Yo, this is a legit thing. Bing it. it it's it's a thing. And uh, i just have not to not going to bing it because I don't know how to spell it. <laughs> B-I-N-G. Oh, oh, that one. Schmigo <laughs> <laughs> Bigo. It's S yeah. with a little circle above it. I forget H- if it happens on C April Fool's. With two dots. Isn't that the or one it's like it's the, right the around one ring that of power day. from Lord of the Rings. Schmigo Bigo. Oh, no, no, it's the one right. to control them all. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that was great. I'm really glad we went into that crazy rabbit hole. Uh, this I think last we could have a whole show around Schmigo Bigo Day. <laughs> I mean, that is a good show title. Oh, I'm sorry. It's April 10th, so we got time, guys. Oh, you liar. Let's get next question is a written in from john scheiser did i say it right no she sir she sir john sheezer i apologize john no 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 yeah she sir are those pronouns that he goes by basically yes yes she's her (laughs) she's john she's her no (laughs) her 
No, all no. Right. I've been saying his name wrong for years. So she's John, who? She's her. She's, she's her. her. Uh, she's John her. asks. She's her. Uh, written she question. Drew, your channel has blown up recently. If you could go back in time and give yourself some advice, what would you tell yourself? And how does it relate to Rhode Island and Baja Fresh? Baja Blast. <laughs> dang it. <laughs> Baja Fresh. Baja Fresh sounds like another like uh, YouTuber. Like, it's like a car freshener. Shop. I don't have time to make meals every night, so I order from Baja Fresh. Baja Fresh. <laughs> they send me Baja Blast daily. Baja Blast. <laughs> when I need my daily dose of Baja, when I need my daily Baja Blast. Baja this, Fresch, this video is sponsored uh, by Shmigo Bigo. I Raid Shadow Baja Legends. Fresh. <laughs> With their new patent te- te- technology. Baja Fresh. True, like true. We got to get out of this rabbit hole quick. Yeah. What, would, what advice would you give yourself? Oh. oh gosh! Um, think like a. For me, it would be really think about the quality of the idea of the video, the title right. and thumbnail, and think like a distributor. Yeah. For for my goals, that's not everyone's goals. What but would like, Oprah do? What would Oprah do? Yeah. And I, oh. I I like the idea. I think Hibs like is a great example of like the right idea. <laughs> Like like the fire video, like that is a brilliant. Like, why has no one else done that? Like, that's a brilliant idea. Because they're cowards. They probably didn't think of it, or they just didn't think they, it would. They get probably work. don't have shops big enough to set up an eighteen spot square 18 for testing. But, but that three like, by seven. I don't know what it eight, like equals eighteen. But like, <laughs> does the does YouTube need any more crosscut sled videos? No. Ouch. Right. No. Ouch. Wow. Uh, I'm gonna throw away this script. Okay. <laughs> so, you, but you know, what I'm saying like, but it's the quality, the the quality idea. And I wish when I started, I would have really worked so much harder instead of like working hard on like, do I have the right camera? Do I have the right light? Really working hard on, do I have the right idea? Um, that would have been that would have shortened my learning curve so much. That's good. Super helpful. Uh, questions for everyone. This is concerning Instagram. So reels bonuses are going away. How is that going to change your guys' participation in Instagram? Uh, Dan. Uh, I'm still participating, but I do it begrudgingly. So whatever that means. Um, well, it's not just Instagram, it's Facebook too. Uh, so, yep. Uh, yeah, it's a little begrudgingly, but I'm gonna keep going I'm going to keep proceeding with it the way I've been before I was on bonuses, which is just kind of, you know, putting in energy into it because I want to grow it because at the end of the day, it is part of the resume and, and it helps with growth and, and having a foothold in, in that platform. Um, but it's definitely discouraging. Uh, but that being said, you just, you pivot, you know, like we, we talked about this a hundred, hundred times on a podcast out of 150 episodes that you can't rely on like one source. Like you can't just rely all on YouTube or all on Etsy or all on Instagram reels, bonuses or whatever. Like if that was your plan, you were unfortunately destined to fail. So the fact that we're, we're all pretty much diversified in here. Um, so we're not just relying on one income, you know? Um, so I think that's the key. It's like that going away. It's like, Oh, that's a bummer, but I'm not going to have to like, change my whole life to do it. And I think that's how you need to treat each one of these incomes. Drew, what, what do you think? Drew? I like that advice. I am ignorant to everything Instagram, Facebook, so I don't make, I don't, it's not monetized. I don't make any money. I only use Instagram to 
post troll comments and talk, basically provide a way for people to message me. Um, for social, I'm all in on YouTube. However, I have <clears throat> YouTube is one of the many streams of income to my business, but it is like the only social thing that I am actually investing in. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, but but I agree with every I agree with everything Peter said, even though he can't read books by me. <laughs> I don't have to read them; somebody else reads them for me. They say the words, I listen. Thanks, Audible sponsor. So, Michael, Mike? so for me, like, I'm just like, I only I I'm I have a lot of a bandwidth myself. Like, I have a lot of bandwidth to 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 commit myself to things. I also know when to kind of stop committing to things too like things eventually don't have hold value compared to what your time that's being put into it um history says that's a lie i mean you're still here (laughs) good point uh no but like instagram is series finale instagram (laughs) is um I do make money on Instagram, not through Instagram's channels. And I think that's why I'm being punished by Instagram, honestly. I think they want me to make money through their channels. And they're kind of taking those channels away. And they're making it much harder for you to make money through other channels other than theirs, um, which I don't want to have any part of. I see a lot of people are gonna are doing that. Um, I've gone back and forth on that subscription thing where you can pay to have a blue check mark. I was like nice. railing against it. And then I was I like, I up for it today. It. And then I, I'm, I still I'm, need to do it. I'm not doing it. I've, 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 I've buried my feet in the ground and I just, I refuse to give that platform that does nothing, uh, but harvest my, my ad <laughs> revenue that I draw for them and does nothing yeah. for me except for throttles me. So I'm, yep. I'm, I'm trying to like pull my energy away from Instagram and I love the community on Instagram. So it's really sad for me. Also, I've invested four years of a lot of energy into that platform, Mm. a lot of energy. Um, and it, and it really is hard for me to just be like, I'm done because I don't really want to do that because of the community that is there for me. I have a lot of people that I care about and talk about there or talk to there. I get to communicate with them through that. Um, I just kind of expect everything I post now to go flat. So I went into my uh, my monthly stats there, and my monthly stats used to be I would reach between three and thirty million people a month. Wow! On on Instagram, I just looked for this last month, and it was a hundred and seven thousand people, which is about three thousand more than I have for followers. Which mm. means that my Pay, my my account is not reaching outside at all outside of my following, and I'm not being shown to anyone outside of there. And then there's just no point. So there's no point if I'm the, very realistically, I'm probably not going to lose those people. Um, so I'm not going to keep putting the energy into it until they start turning things around. I just have no reason to do it. So and making a hundred extra dollars for putting up reels, I mean the reels are completely going away. It's been valueless for a long time. $100 literally means nothing to me. Literally means nothing to me. I have a business that makes so much more money than that and other revenue streams that make so much more money than that. I just can't even, it is ludicrous to think that that holds value to me. It's just insane. There's no money in it. So just from like retainers and brand deals, I make like 2,000 times more than that on Instagram in a month. Hmm. So, um, 
It makes no sense. It's super dumb. So um, I don't care about Instagram. I'm actually going to just start putting whatever I want up there as kind of a joke. And really, it's just kind of <clears throat> going to be a place where I send potential clients to to see my work as a portfolio. And it's just like a place to communicate like, with people that I really like. like and I'm also going to gonna really start unfollowing people who I don't interact with at all. Like, I'm just going to really only want to see things in my feed that I really want to see anymore. Like, I'm going to start going through and being like, if I don't interact with you ever... I have no real need to follow this person anymore. And I'm really like trying to turn it into this thing where it's like, it's just going to be a tool for really talking about what I'm going to be doing on YouTube to be very honest and what projects we're going on. I'll have my therapy sessions and stories. And I just, I don't really care about <laughs> That's Instagram. a good way to put it. Yeah. I yeah. Like that's that. like what it is. Like I just like yeah, look through my day, my ther- like jump on stories. I have my therapy session <laughs> and then I say, Hey, this is what's going on for the people who are really interested. And I just don't care about it anymore. And it really sucks because it's a thing I've put a lot of energy into, but it just doesn't yep. have any value anymore. So um, that's my opinion on it. And I'm not going to spend money on that. Um, and anyone who does whatever, you can do whatever you want. It's, there's no judgment at all. I just, I just, I, I just don't care. I just, I'm not going to give them, I'm not going to pay them a monthly subscription to allow me to post on their platform. It's un- did you see, um, yeah. did you see jo- John Cesaro's yeah, rant I mean, about, about that? that? Yeah. Where he was like, and this is why YouTube is great because if you want to get verified, you have to put in the work. Yeah, on yeah, Instagram, Twitter, you just pay to get verified. Like BS on YouTube, you need a hundred thousand subscribers. Do the work. And I was like, well, well said. Like that's. I agree. Well, well said. I, I thought it was funny because. Eric came on the show, Spencer came on the show and railed against it. And then he did some just things about it and then he got it. <laughs> so I feel like, I don't know if it was like a long con troll, but he, he, got <laughs> I mean, when this was initially coming out, like we all said like, oh yeah, we're like, we're not going to do it. And then we're like two episodes later, we're all going to do it. And now I'm looking at him like, do I want to do it right now? Like, I don't, I'm not going to do it. I did it. Huh. I still I'm, see value in Instagram, I'm, even though they're not. Oh give, no, I'm, I still see value bonus, in it. So. But like, I'm also, I'm growing right now still without that. So do I need it? You know, I feel like they really, it's a big carrot. They almost like subtly threatened everyone like, well, you want to do well, right? So sign up. I don't know. Do you think Instagram's around in like five, seven, ten years? They're going to need to pivot a lot to do that. I I think the relevance is just dropping off really fast, especially with like, I don't want to like get into this really deep conversation about it, but like. Obviously, this thing with TikTok is obviously funded by Zuckerberg. I mean, obviously, he's putting a ton of money into this TikTok thing. And then what's really frightening is if you really dig into that bill, that bill is really scary. What it gives the government the power to do. Then it's for every oh, that, that that bill It's not is just TikTok. Frightening. Yeah, it's yeah. everything. It's a frightening bill. Like, I don't want to get into a political conversation on the show. But yeah. like, if you dig into that bill, it is a frightening piece of legislation. And I don't care re- what side of the aisle you're on. That bill I mean, should frighten the shit yeah, out of you. Yeah, it's really <clears throat> scary what's in that bill. And it's really, really like, whoa. And this is – and here's what, here's my theory. And I'm not like a genius or a political like chess player or something like that. But like we're losing reels because Zuckerberg already knows that he won against TikTok. The only reason they were paying people for that was because TikTok was. So he knows that this leg- legislation is through because he's already put the money in the hands of the people who are going to make it happen. So – I really the Instagram thing it's it's whatever I mean Instagram's it's going to sunset at some point 
But the really scary part about all that is that that legislation is frightening the amount of uh, censorship and control it's going to give to the government over what we can and cannot do on a free speech platform. It's frightening to me. Wow. And, you know, and it's under the guise of several things that like fear mongers, you know, certain communities. So they're getting them to believe that it's for the best. But like, honestly, the bottom line is like the internet is going to change because of this legislation and it's real scary stuff. And the reason payout is going away on this platform is because Zuckerberg knows that he paid who he needed to pay to get done what he wanted to shut down TikTok. So he doesn't have competition. And no matter what, I hate TikTok, no matter what, none of us want to be in a social media content platform or situation where only one person controls all of that. And that's right. why I am honestly like, I don't feel so bad about leaving Instagram because Let's go. if I can deplatform myself so, from it, we all should all go YouTube, to Twitter. Yeah. Nope. That's yeah. going to be gone Twitter's soon it. too. Yeah. But then now, <laughs> now Zuckerberg's coming out with his own platform for like Twitter platform because he sees <sighs> the destabilization that, that Musk has brought to Twitter. And now and, they're like, we can seize this and we'll own every, and we'll it own just all seems this like such ADHD a weird move platform to like take away the payment and start charging for a platform all within the same month. They literally took away incentive for people to oh, do it. It's and because then also they know charging. they have it clinched. Yeah. They, they, they do. They know because they, no matter how many people leave, they're still going to have enough, more than enough, to cover their expenses. Yeah, it's, anyway, it's, a, it's a weird move on their Sorry, part. I just went into the yeah. song rant. Anyway, no, I, woodworking. I, I, <laughs> yeah, Speaking like, of uh, religion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's... Buddhism, like, uh, thank you. It's very frustrating, and I'm like... As a person, we, I mean, Drew doesn't have time. He doesn't have time in Instagram, but Dan, me, Dan, and Pete have a lot oh, of time in, in it'd Instagram. It'd be super frustrating. A lot of time. Um, and it's, it's, it's really Don't get sucks. me wrong. I'm frustrated. It yeah. sucks. And I'm just not, and I, I do get value out of Instagram and I have brand deals that aren't going to go away if I don't have a subscription or not. They don't care. I mean, I have yeah. my core audience still and my core audience cares about the, the things that I have to say within Instagram. So that's what the, I have those brand deals for. So not growing is super frustrating, but it's been not growing for six months. So I'm yep, just going to just not care as much. Like I just don't care as much. And why would I, they've given me no reason to. So now I have this new exciting thing that I'm putting all my, all my content creation energy into and then some, and that's YouTube and that's where I'm going to be. So if you need to find me some, find some content that I'm making, go over to YouTube, check it out. Uh, check and then go check out Drew, go check out Whitworks, go check out Petrie's Workshop and go check out Daniel Dun- Dunlap Woodworks over on YouTube. Check us all out over there. Check us on Instagram if you want to. That is the end of the episode. We will have a guest next wow. week. I am pretty sure it's locked up. I've just been talking with the person. I'll announce it during the week. I'll talk to the guys after this. We'll t- talk to you guys all soon. Be sure and check out Drew's latest video on Saturday. That's coming out. He's got a world first exclusive access to a new tool with a huge brand another that you're one to hear about so um anyway we'll talk stanley to you soon. if you're if you're stanley listening Bebe. to this on sunday it was released yesterday yep yep yep, yep. if you're if you're a listener oh right good point dan yes yep. listeners uh the show comes out on sunday so you couldn't watch it yes or listen to it yesterday i mean you could have watched it yesterday do the math in your head. You'll figure it out. Anyway, I can't think that this a, far into the future. That X-Tool my... track saw is going to be awesome. <laughs> X-Tool laser track saw. <laughs> laser uh, track saw. Starbine. Drew, Drew, Drew thanks it. for coming on the show, yeah, man. Really yeah. appreciate you having you on. It was a really great time. Is this a show? Talk, you guys. Oh, weird. This is it. We're wrapping it now. We're wrapping it. Start wrapping recording. It Three, two, one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no. Uh, we'll <laughs> oh, talk to you guys next time. We'll be here next week. Wait, I stopped so, recording bye-bye. already. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, oh, love you Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Suck it, Zuck.
The worst part is I'm not even eating a hot dog. <laughs>